Welcome to the Relaxed Dog Podcast. The podcast where the dogs are the stars of the show. Welcome to episode 78 of the Relaxed Dog Podcast, sponsored by therelaxeddog.com. Thank you very much for finding this show. Welcome back to our regular listeners and welcome if this is your first show. I am your host, Robert Ober, and I hope that you and your dog are well. My guest this week is Mindy Dutka, and we're going to be chatting about her double doodle, Sadie. And Sadie gets heavily involved in this podcast, as you will hear. But first, in some doggy news, we go to the US and to Wisconsin. Now, a young pup by the name of Larry used to love getting up into his guardian's lap while sitting on the sofa. And as Larry grew, that proved to be a little bit more of a challenge. Larry is now three, and Larry is a Great Dane. He's around the 80 kilo mark, or the 12 stone mark, and about six foot, and he still thinks he's a lapdog. Apparently, the uh, family have gone through three or four sofas now, and probably a few minor heart attacks. (laughs) Anyway, good on you, Larry. You find a comfortable spot. Now, going out and getting some exercise with your dog is fantastic. But just like us humans, don't bite off more than you can chew and get your dog fit in small increments. So staying in the States, and we go to Utah with a three-year-old Mastiff by the name of Floyd, who weighs in at around 190 pounds, which is just short of about 90 kilos. Um, He was going with his guardians for a bit of a, a hike, and about an hour or so into it, Floyd said, that's enough. Um, the owners were prepared then to spend the evening and night on the uh, trail because there was no phone reception and they couldn't move Floyd. Uh, They were quite surprised when the Salt Lake County Search and Rescue Team turned up. Um, Apparently some other hikers called 911 and said there was a bit of a drama. Um, The rescuers then put Floyd in their uh, litter, in their rescue crate, and proceeded to get him down off the trail. Apparently a a wheel on that equipment broke so that the the team had to take it in turns. And after about four hours, Floyd, Guardians and the rescue team all made it back down off the track. And uh, Floyd, I think, is going to be... taking his training a little slower at the moment. Now, we're getting into the Christmas season and what better gift to give people is the enjoyment of listening to awesome dog stories as there are throughout this podcast series. I'd really appreciate it if you 
told a friend to have a listen. And now, here's this week's interview. Welcome to the Relaxed Dog Podcast. I am here with Mindy Dudka. How are you today? I'm good. It's nice to be here. And we're here with Sadie as well. Sadie. (laughs) Nice that she's introducing herself. (laughs) She's quite vocal. (laughs) Uh, So, I'm going to start. Whereabouts in the world are you? I am right outside of Boston, Massachusetts. Okay. Very nice. And we've established that Sadie's going to be the subject of today. So, I'm going to ask you to take us back in time to just before you and Sadie met and tell us about the the hows and whys that that happened. Okay. So I had my um, beloved dog, Bailey, who uh, was a golden doodle, and she lived almost 16. She passed away September 2020. And I like to say one of the silver linings of the pandemic was that I got to spend the last five months of her life with her every day, um, which would not have been the case um, had the pandemic not been there. Uh, And then after Bailey passed, um, I thought I would take some time, but I Just, it was too lonely and being in lockdown and I was like, nope, I have to have a dog. Uh, (laughs) It was a very different experience for me because I've always uh, been, uh, the last five years, I've, you know, my career is with dogs, but my whole life I've been involved with dogs and always been easy for me to find dogs. But it was, you know, everybody decided they needed a dog during the pandemic and it was nearly impossible um, to get to a dog. She's really talking. Yeah, did you? And um, so I, you know, went to all my contacts and nothing. I I, I couldn't find a dog. I was rejected several times. um, And I'm just like, really? (laughs) I gave references. It was, you know, and it became almost like a full time job. I was determined um, to to find a dog to rescue. Um, And I do love doodles. So it didn't have to be, but. I, you know, was, am drawn to them. So I was looking for a doodle to adopt. And ultimately I joined a Facebook group that was called, I think, doodle rescue doodles for adoption. They did it. You couldn't get doodles from them or, or dogs, but they would alert you mm-hmm. when a post came up. And the other thing, which I think we were starting to see back there. So this was like November, 2020, People rehoming dogs who all decided that they had to have a dog, but really weren't fully vested in what it means to to have a dog. Mm. Um, so a Facebook post popped up about Sadie, um, and they didn't live too far from us. They were in Connecticut, so it was it was like about an hour away. I saw the notification, and I just lucked out on the timing. I was probably the first one to see it and uh, so we are Sadie's third owner she was almost a she was a year old when we got her Mm -hmm. 
he was, I guess, got as a puppy from a family. This is not the one we got from, but from a family that had three kids under the age of five or something. Um, and clearly they didn't understand, you know, that they were getting two more kids yeah. with this puppy. <laughs> so they really didn't do right by Sadie and spend the time to, um, you know, train her properly. And they're wonderful dogs, but they're highly energetic. And if they're not trained, they, they could be quite naughty. Um, so they decided that, you know, when she was 11 months old, that they no longer wanted her. They rehomed her to this couple in Connecticut who also, I don't know, they had a Maltese and they like small dogs. So I don't if I don't know if you can hear from her bark, but Sadie's close to about 50 pounds. So she's not a small dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess they took her for the same reason that it was so hard to, to get a dog. But she was, I guess I would call it play aggressive um, because she wasn't trained properly. So she kind of would get over enthusiastic. Yeah, I was going to use that same word. Dog on you um but they thought she was aggressive whereas so they they put in her post she was aggressive which was actually to my benefit because a lot of people were then no longer interested mm-hmm. uh, but since i had the opportunity to speak with her and ask some different questions i, I really had a very strong sense from the answers that it wasn't the dog it was the owner it's always i always say it's never the dog's fault <laughs> and, um, so we went and we saw her sadie come here and immediately it was love at first sight we took her for a walk and it was interesting because it was the extreme opposite of having to have filled out applications and being rejected and so forth and we were like do you have any questions? And they were like, no, you seem nice. <laughs> you and your husband seem nice. And they just gave her to us and said goodbye. So that was how we got Sadie. Mm-hmm. And she she was a little bit of a handful in the beginning, but we you know started working with her right away. And she's really a great dog. She's just super sweet and um, wants to be loved, and and she's smart. And um, so she, she she's she's come a long way. We have her a little bit over a year. Okay. Uh, so how were those first? few days and and weeks coming into your place you know it it was a bit of an adjustment I used to call it I used to say she's mugging me (laughs) 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 she especially if you were outside with her and she wasn't finished playing she would just like jump on you so that you wouldn't go inside kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and she would just get overexcited. But, you know, like I said, we did start working with her right away and she was very responsive. And then I knew going into it just, but I had to keep reminding myself that every dog is different, just like every child is different. Every person is different, you know, and having still really grieving for, for Bailey, um, you know, they're, they're just, they're different dogs. They have different, personality. So there was a little bit of that um, adjustment, but she also helped my husband and I very much, you you, you know, um, to not that you move on or forget or anything, but just to heal your heart a little bit. Absolutely. 
So, um, is there much of a difference in the 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 house or the setup from where she was and your place, like like yard size and things like that? Well, yeah. So I don't know what the situation is with the um, when she lived with the children. Um, I I don't know what that was, but when we got her, um, they had an electric fence. So and she did not walk well. Um, so I don't exactly know what. They only had her for a month. They really, you know, they, they, they came out and just said that they just didn't even want to bother working with her, that they didn't think it was the right dog for them. So we have a great setup, though, and we do have a, a fenced in yard. So it's very easy, which she enjoys um, being outside and going outside. And as far as that, she's a super well-behaved dog, like like never goes in the house just you know let lets you know when she has to uh she was she chewed up a couple of things but not not terrible mm-hmm. uh, um and um so she's been easy and um we're fortunate to spend some time on martha's vineyard um which is like a doggy heaven place. And um, so I guess we got her in November. The first time we went there was April. And I think that's probably her favorite place. Mm-hmm. So, um, but she did escape and scared the life out of us the first day. We, okay. we didn't. Oh, day we one. Didn't, on day one, <laughs> and it was quite funny because we were we were staying. At, uh, my husband works there, so. Uh, they get, we get a place to stay, but we didn't mention that we were now bringing a dog. So we weren't quite sure if that was okay or not, but, and he was like, so let's be quiet about it. Well, we were there like an hour before it was Sadie, Sadie, come back. Where are you? And uh, she just like, I guess it was too much for her, all the smells and everything. And mm-hmm. it was the first time we had taken her anywhere and she was gone for, we could see her. She was like, she would disappear and then come back and then disappear. But we looked like she was like floating through the marshes. She was in the back. <laughs> She's a bird dog too. So she was just, she loved it. But after that, we've never like, she has to wear a harness in the house. <laughs> so we, we, we tied her to the coffee table whenever we opened the door. <laughs> um, but um, the more we went, the more she's, um, progressed and she's pretty good we keep her on a long like uh, 30 foot lead mm-hmm. um spends time on the beach and she's very good with other dogs so she plays with other dogs and uh, so i uh, there are people that say that you know like she kind of did hit the lottery getting us as her mom and dad because we're totally devoted so <laughs> <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> um in your home? She has the the run of the home inside. She does. She does. Um, and she sleeps with us. Um, she she she's smarter than us. We have a ritual where she gets a bed cookie at night, and then she'll go in her bed. So now she goes upstairs, gets in her bed, gets the bed cookie, and five minutes later she's on our bed. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was just going to ask when you said she's on her bed. I was going to say, where, where, where is it? And then, okay. Yep. Right, it's in the corner of the room. It doesn't last very long. <laughs> but uh, she did have a little bit of uh, separation anxiety, never destructive, but um, 
will cry. We have cameras on her. And I'd say in the last month, six weeks, even that, she just now kind of understands that we're going to come back. Mm-hmm. And she has like her favorite chair she lies on. And she mostly just hangs out there. Sometimes I'll see her at like the door looking for us, but not howling. She used to howl. It's going to So the, the transition into your bed, did that take long initially? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she really, we started with, not that we were going to, I mean, I've always had the dogs stay with me in my bedroom. Like I, I, I like when a dog is with me all the time. So, uh, uh, you know, they, they're family. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> and, um, but what we did have a crate because we thought we'd maybe put her in the crate when we went out, she hated her crate. And I think it's because um, whoever had her before used to kind of force her Mm -hmm. into the crate um, and just leave her there. And I know that the last place she was in, the crate was downstairs and they were upstairs and they would just leave her in there and didn't care, you know, basically cried all night or whatever. So that didn't last long when we saw how, how upset she was with the crate. Um, we, we didn't stick with that very long. <laughs> so, so I'm um, traveling in the car. How is she with that? Oh, she's excellent. Very good girl. Uh, um, so she gets in and she's, she's a good travel. She's funny though. She's, she's a little quirky dog. Sometimes we call her Muttley. I don't know if you, <laughs> she kind of hangs her head and, <laughs> and she's a scruffy dog but she she rides very well in the car except for uh one time when we were at martha's vineyard usually she has like a, a seatbelt, and she's usually clipped in mm-hmm. for whatever reason i guess it was a short ride or or, or or whatever she wasn't clipped in and the window was down and she saw a turkey <laughs> on the street <laughs> She practically jumped out the window. (laughs) (laughs) So, so now we know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, But she's good. She even um, would go on the ferry Uh right away. She likes that. And, you know, she's very friendly to people. Uh, She does that cute little lean in when people come go to pet her. (laughs) Funny one time we were walking and a little boy, I guess they asked, you know, is it, is it a girl or a boy? And he pointed and he goes, look at the girl with a girl dog with a beard. (laughs) (laughs) It was funny because she does have a shaggy little beard. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) So. Gives a character. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, so you just mentioned going on the ferry. So she's okay with water and all that sort of stuff? Yes, she likes the water, but she's cautious. So, I mean, she's she's a double doodle. So um, she's a golden doodle crossed with a lavender doodle. And um, so she does like the water. She will get her feet wet, but it's not. She's definitely cautious of it. She's not trying to go for a full swim kind of thing. Um, She's got a super, super high prey drive. I'll have to spell the word S-Q-U-I-R-E-L-L because she knows that word. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and she is always on the hunt for them. <laughs> and you, you have a, a few of them in your yard, I take it? There's a lot of them. And <laughs> they're, they're, there's a lot of them around. Uh, and they seem to sort of just, they're very brazen. They just look at her like, <laughs> You know, like, yeah. <laughs> and um, so she spends a lot of time and you can see she goes into that zone um, where that's why we keep her on the leash. Because, you know, once she hits that zone, she's just on the hunt. <laughs> what about um, interactions with other wildlife? Um, well, she's super interested in the birds, like at the beach. Um, but she's she's getting better for sure. And the turkeys, that, that was an interesting, you know, I don't know that she'd ever seen them before. Uh, we took her into Boston early on without really thinking about that there was a lot of um, stimulation and, and not, and, you know, it was probably the first time she was ever in a city. And we're, we're just like, oh, yeah, you know, we'll take her to the park at Boston Commons. And we, we walk into the park. And first, there must have been a line of 20 squirrels. It was the most squirrels I've seen in one place. <laughs> so that didn't really go well. So <laughs> as we were leaving the park, a horse-drawn drawn carriage actually came by on the street. And it seemed like she'd never seen a horse before. <laughs> so she started, like, barking at the horse. <laughs> but it seems that she's getting more used to, um, you know, other other animals. And, and things. <laughs> so. so you you mentioned the, the double doodle. What about uh, things like grooming and things like that? So she's super easy, very unlike Bailey, who um, was a true, um, like, she had a lot of, it seemed like Bailey had a lot of poodle in her. So she really had a groomer. Her hair grew long and got curly. Sadie has like a, almost like a wiry coat. Um, and also interesting, when we first got her, she shedded. She shed a lot. We were like, oh, I guess we didn't get a you know, non-shedding doodle. And now we've changed her food. We've done all kinds of things. She hardly sheds at all. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think it was a combination of anxiety and the wrong food and maybe not as much nutrition as she could get. But back to your question, she's super easy. Um, I've actually never even had a dog where I, I could just wash them by myself. We take her over to like the pet supply and she doesn't love it, but she gets, gets in, she lets us wash her. <laughs> and uh, her hair grows really slow. It almost mm -hmm. seems like it didn't grow at all. <laughs> what about uh, nail maintenance? Yes, yes. <laughs> and nails are all right. She's good with that. The oh, trimming. nail maintenance. Yep. Oh, my, um, well, my husband takes care of that. He's slightly obsessed with her nail maintenance. <laughs> and, but he doesn't, we don't clip her ourselves. Um, mm -hmm. There's a doggy daycare that, like, I don't know, at least feels like once a month they have someone come and and it's like $20 and you can bring them over and get the nails clipped. We just watch for that and and uh, she, she goes and gets her nails clipped. And also, super well-behaved. Like, she's good at everything. If I take her to the vet, she's fine. Um, 
She's fine if we take her to get her nails clipped. She's fine if we give her a bath. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Just going back to, you mentioned the when she stopped the, the shedding and the change in, in diet. Can you just uh, explain a little bit more on what she was on and sure. what she went to? So she definitely has allergies and probably um, some kind of stomach issues because often the stomach is related to to the allergies mm-hmm. anyway. Um, and so she, um, we, I've tried her on a few foods. Now I have her on one of those like fresh foods. We, we joke around. We're like, yeah, it's like a car payment, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but she, but her coat's so nice and she doesn't itch that much anymore. And, um, I'm a bit of a holistic, um, nut <laughs> uh, I hate to say that but or, or, or and um so I actually she has a a couple of vets she has a holistic vet as well as the regular vet um and Bailey um I think one of the reasons why Bailey lived so long was she had doggy acupuncture and all kinds nice. of stuff so yep. we've got Sadie on some um herbal meds like uh, herbal supplements and a variety of things. And like I said, it's just, she really doesn't itch that much anymore um, and hardly sheds at all. I mean, a, a little bit, it, that seems to be maybe a little seasonal, but night and day, you know, the nutrition is just, there's so many things you're coming out with now. Um, but, you know, just like humans, the food is everything. What you Absolutely. Eat. Yep, it's a, a really sort of like base building block. And I know different people, there are different reasons, but um, I always say to people, which, I mean, every human doctor and nutritionist and everything tells you eat fresh, you know, eat less processed and, 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 and eat be diverse. But for some reason, you know, it, and it should be the same for dogs, but for various reasons, people don't. Right. You know, and I mean, a lot of the, the kibble, you know, I mean, there's, there's hardly anything in there but filler and processed food and you know, nothing good. Plus the heat that they process it on, yes. you know, if there was anything. But it's real. I've, I've seen such a huge shift um, and now more, more than ever. Um, of, of options and ways that you can feed your dog. And understandably, it's, it's especially if you have more than one dog, you know, it's very expensive, but there's lots of things you can do too. You can do half and half, you, you, you can cook for them, you, you can do a lot of things, but it really, I think, makes a huge difference to, to their health. Oh, it definitely, definitely does. Yeah. Um, what are Sadie's, have you got any favorite toys? Oh, Sadie has a lot of favorite toys. <laughs> <laughs> Some don't last that long. <laughs> She's definitely a, 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 an aggressive chewer, but she has a toy box and she pretty much likes to go in it every night and take every one out uh, um, and usually there's like a favor for a while and mm-hmm. then 
you know, either that one has to have a funeral or, (laughs) or, 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 you know, somebody else came. She likes, she's got, um, she's very ball obsessed with, Mm -hmm. with the lab in her for sure. So (laughs) we have multiple balls all around (laughs) and, um, she has an antler bone because that's a good one because I'm, I don't really let, I'm, I'm definitely one of those. My husband jokes around because the dog has a life vest. Like we haven't even been in the water and he's like, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be prepared. <laughs> you know, so I, I don't give her the ride <laughs> or, or any of those things because I'm always worried about that. But it is interesting. I, I um, she's very skinny, um, so we are always trying to put a little weight on her. And um, I make like those licky mats and the licky bowls where you mm-hmm. fill it up and put it in the freezer with something. And she caught on early. We we joke around, and I think she thinks the freezer is like the magic box. <laughs> now she really is. She literally spends about five hours a day standing in front of it, hoping that something will come out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll paw at it. She'll bark at it. <laughs> and you and. Usually we give it to her when we're eating dinner. So the meat, it doesn't matter if it's lunch or dinner. Like the minute she sees us eating something, she starts asking for this you know, special treat. <laughs> and then she takes it into the living room. Like it's very private. She likes to eat it alone. <laughs> <laughs> she got a, an absolute favorite or it just doesn't matter. It's just, they're all good. It's, it's all good. She's pretty excited. Whatever comes out of that freezer, you know, she's happy. And she has a, a best friend, Millie, um, who she met. Um, at, uh, actually, we we had her. She did, we did private training and group training. And she met Millie at, at the group training. Mm-hmm. And, um, it used to we, we used to be better. But Millie used to come once a week for a play date. Um, now we're all I don't know what happened. Now it's like once every two months we managed to get them together but they're super excited and they both know like when they're close when millie's close to the house she knows she's coming mm-hmm. and then Sadie, if if seems to know when she's coming over <laughs> um so what would a, a a regular walk around your place neighborhood be like um so it's like a urban suburban area mm-hmm. um where we are not great walking um but we do take her so there's still like sidewalks but kind of a lot of distractions and stuff and when we don't have time we'll we'll take her for a walk there but um we try uh, several times a week there's actually um it's it's um, a state hospital which is no longer open um but it's got the most magnificent grounds. It's on the Charles River. And I don't know how many acres it is. There's like, it, it's breathtaking. And there's like wood trails and a big field. And, and a lot of people take their dogs. Oh. Um, she goes there um, usually like three or four times a week. And, um, so, and recently she's, she's really advanced. So we have been letting her off leash in that 
field. Mm-hmm. Um, and but she's super. The thing she's most interested in is the ball. Like she likes the other dogs, but she's like, I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's probably like the main, like if we, we have time and we're going to do a walk. So she gets, we take her in the car over there and then spend some time. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned the ball. So her favorite games. Um, Definitely throwing the ball. We have one of the ball. Chuckers. Uh, um, so definitely the ball by far is, is her favorite game without a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> um, question I ask everyone to complete is I can't believe my dog ate. Oh, hmm. she's a counter surfer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what has she eaten? Um, Mm. she'll take like just a piece of fish. Like if you turn your back, like you're about to put it in, it, it doesn't matter if it's raw or cooked. Uh, what else has she taken? Um, she gets a lot of food. We're a little more careful. Oh, she likes carbohydrates. So like if there's a bagel on the counter, <laughs> it doesn't take her long. She mm-hmm. likes any kind of bread she takes. <laughs> um, oh, and she's, she's, gotten into chicken bones. Um, she seems to have a pretty good constitution because, oh, and she's also just a scavenger on the beach. She loves like the crabs and shells. Like you can hear her crunching and I'm like trying to get it out of her mouth. It's, it's quite. <laughs> <laughs> so, but luckily it hasn't been any really distract Bailey um, who ultimately was a therapy dog and was just an amazing dog, but she was literally four before she calm down mm-hmm. and it was what what did bailey not eat she ate prescription glasses she ate i'm, I'm dating myself but she ate my blackberry oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> she once grabbed a glass off of the table when she was a puppy and i heard the commotion and she had like like a broken glass almost not almost in her mouth wow uh, I got out of her mouth, but I there was glass was banned. We had paper cups for three months. <laughs> <laughs> and she she grew out of that stage, but she was she was very naughty. <laughs> but like I said, grew into the most amazing dog. So they 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 they, they you know they usually <laughs> get through it. <laughs> so with Sadie, has there been any sort of like emergency vet visits? Um, no, not really. She's been, she's had a few ear infections and a couple of eye infections, um, that we've taken her for, but thank goodness, no, you know, and back to Bailey did eat a a six pack of raisins. So she had an emergency visit of a stomach pump (laughs) and and did fine. (laughs) But, but so, so, so far, um, nothing too crazy with Sadie. (laughs) Any sort of plans for Sadie to go down that same sort of field or as in going into therapy work or? 
Um, I think she would be a a, a, a great therapy dog. Uh, maybe at, at, at some point. I have a saying. I, I do say that all dogs are therapy dogs. Well, actually, yep. I'm not going to argue that at all. <laughs> you know, and I even noticed like when people, sometimes people thank us. Like when they stop you on the street and they start to talk to your dog, you know, dog and she does that lean in and they'll give her a hug and they'll be like, Oh, thank you. Like that made my day. <laughs> um, you know, definitely perhaps at, at, at some point I would have her um, certified mm-hmm. uh, as a therapy dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Or is there any other sort of like areas where you think she might be going into with different sort of like a sports or activities? She is a super athletic dog, um, like, like fast. Uh, uh, so, I mean, we, we say maybe we do like agility training with her. Um, so far we, we haven't, <laughs> uh, um, but she is definitely a very, very a- athletic dog. So. Mm-hmm. Do you think that if she had a choice, would she prefer, say, the grounds at the 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 hospital or the beach, or where do you think her favourite spot to to run free would be? That's interesting. She's been allowed to run free at the hospital, so which I get, and on the beach we never let her off the leash because we're really not. Plus. She scavenges, mm-hmm. so we don't know what she's going to eat, and we, we don't touch her. She does love the beach, but I, probably the the grounds at the hospital because she gets to you know run around and play with the dogs and and feel like a big girl because she's allowed <laughs> off leash and, and comes back. But she um, also I was really pleased with her beach behavior because. Um, especially when it's hot in in the summer, she literally would just wait. And once we put the umbrella up, she sits right next to us <laughs> and uh, under the umbrella. And she's, she chills pretty well until it's like, you know, it's hot. Then we'll take her to get, get wet and take her for a little walk, but she has no problem doing the chill. <laughs> what would be the first thing that comes into mind if I asked you one of the most happiest moments that the pair of you have had? Um, I would say some of those days at the beach. Mm-hmm. Like I just love that like the beach is like my favorite place, my husband's favorite place. And it's just like nice to watch her really enjoy it. Well, mm-hmm. uh, 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 so, um, and even I just, uh, my husband takes her more often than I do to, to the hospital. I went yesterday for one of the first, I haven't been in a while. And it was just, I loved watching her run around and play with all the dogs and, and, and uh, chase after the, the ball, you know? So, uh, and then recently um, my, my daughter lives in um, San Francisco and she has a sweet little a dog, uh, Leo. He's a small dog. He's a rescue, actually a rescue from Mexico. And uh, he probably was hit by a car. So he has like three and a half. 
legs, um, but does super well. And also, um, I think he's blind in, in one eye. So he doesn't really, you know, he had time on the street. He's had a rough beginning. Um, he doesn't really love other dogs. Uh, and I really think it's more because he doesn't see that well and, and, and his background. So he actually came with them. They were here recently. And we introduced him to, to, to Sadie. Uh, and uh, Sadie was super patient. Actually, I think Sadie was afraid of Leo. <laughs> <laughs> but I liked that. That was fun to watch. Um, you know, them kind of was like the beauty and the beast. <laughs> you know, like each day they got a little better friends. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Would you say Sadie has any peculiar habits she's she's a quirky dog (laughs) (laughs) um one is i don't think she fully understands the concept of how to sit on a couch um (laughs) like we have a couch that has like um the bolsters in the back that you take on and and off like the the pillows Mm -hmm. she sits on top of of the pillows and she doesn't care if you're there she'll sort of push you <laughs> over and, and, and just sit on top of the couch like she just doesn't get the concept now most of the times we just take the couch the pillows off the couch because mm-hmm. she has a very you know if they're on there she needs to sit on them a certain way <laughs> okay so i'm picturing something like a she becomes like a headrest type thing does she? like a headrest definitely and she, <laughs> she behaves more like a cat on, on, the, on the couch and then definitely has no concept of her size like <laughs> sit on your lap she'll sit half on your lap she'll <laughs> <laughs> squeeze into whatever <laughs> and and sit like super awkward like you know like Half her body is on one part and half on the other. <laughs> just like, yes, this is my space and you just work around what I where I am. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So uh, do I say that's also what happens in, in bed as well? She's pretty good because she's not small, so she takes up a pretty a lot of room. Um, and she she does mostly stay at the bottom of the bed Uh, so and then sometimes like in the middle of the night i'll just be like bed cookie and and she gets off (laughs) and and stays off so uh, she she is you know uh, if if she thinks she's getting that she'll get off and Mm. and she'll stay off for a a little while so (laughs) so from what you've said with as far as training uh, goes. I'm, I'm, it sounds like she's primarily food orientated and food rewarded, or yeah, she's definitely you know um, food, food uh, rewarded. Um, uh, 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 so, and I mean, she's done really well. And uh, the dog trainer um, that we worked with, you know, taught us a lot too about anticipating. You know. So heading off the bad behavior before it actually happens. So mm-hmm. punishing her and um, which really worked well, like when she would jump on us, 
you know, actually, I used to walk backwards into the house for a long time. To make sure that, <laughs> uh, she wasn't going to come running at me. <laughs> and I always also had cookies, treat music, all cookies everywhere. So that, you know, I didn't have to go get one. Like I was ready wherever, whatever spot in the house that, that she was at. <laughs> Um, you mentioned earlier she's got a favourite chair. So her favourite spot in the house, normally just where she just relaxes. Um, it's a, it's an odd thing. It's funny because we oddly have like a living room chair in our dining room because we didn't want to give it up, but we didn't have any space for it when we moved in. <laughs> so we just joked and said it's like our reading nook, mm. and that's the chair she decided that she loves and uh, so she just hangs out in that chair mostly um but she also has a chair in the living room that she likes so if she really wants to be with us she usually will be on that chair um but sometimes she'll even be in the dining room when we're in the living room we were actually just talking about the other day that now we really can't get rid of it because it's her chair (laughs) (laughs) Um, the meant to ask a little bit earlier that temperature extremes that you have where you live you mentioned that it was hot when you go to the the beach Um, it could be very you know we've had hot summers um so but she, she handles the heat pretty well, I, I would say. And then um, she does have a coat for the winter because it gets quite cold. She loves, loves the snow, though. Um, when the snow comes, she's very happy running mm-hmm. around in it. Uh, so, and she loves piles of leaves. So, you know, we definitely get the four seasons here, although spring sometimes has been hiding lately. But... <laughs> Um, and, um, so she, she, I think she mostly adjusts and she's not one of those dogs. Like she doesn't seem to mind the cold. She doesn't mind the rain. She, she just, just, you know, goes with it. <laughs> nice. Um, so do you think when she was with you was her like first introduction to when it was snowing or? She'd experienced it no, before. because she she was um, in New Jersey and Connecticut, so she she must, have, you know, with the snow. I did think we got actually got like a kiddie pool. We thought she would go swimming when it it got really hot, but she didn't want anything to do with that. Mm. We 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 couldn't get her in it. <laughs> <laughs> but she will go into the ocean, so that's that's interesting. Mm. <laughs> in your opinion, do you think she has a favoured season? And does her behaviour change much? Um, that's a good question. The snow, when she sees the snow, she gets pretty excited. So I, I, I think she likes the snow the best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's my least favorite season, but (laughs) it does make it more bearable watching her so happy in it. (laughs) Is there um, any other, anything coming to mind as far as adventures or interactions? Um, 
she's an easy dog to, to take places. And, um, she, she definitely loves when we go to Martha's Vineyard because, um, we stay in an apartment. Like I mentioned, it is okay for us to have a dog, but not if she barks. Like when we leave her, mm-hmm. she's, she still has that separation anxiety because it's not really home. So we tend to take her everywhere with us. Um, and we usually, well, especially with COVID too, you know, so we eat outside and, um, but she's mostly been really, really well behaved except for there was one incident where we were eating outside and um a, there's a lot of skunks in in, in <laughs> Martha's Vineyard and um there's like was a sidewalk and then they you know I don't know if it's the same with you in Australia but they make like these little parklets so that there's more space outside the restaurant to eat outside um and then there was the sidewalk and she saw the skunk and went nuts. <laughs> we had to leave. She just, it was like, you know, the poorly behaved child. And, you know, like so we had to leave, but we joked. And then we said she was a hero though, because the skunk could have come into the sidewalk and sprayed everybody. <laughs> so we decided she alerted everyone yeah. to the skunk before it was too late. <laughs> uh, so. I like the the looking from that point of view, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) So, but uh, I think she'll have um, probably a lot of adventures because she's, you know, an easy dog and um, easy to take with you. And we do enjoy taking her places. So. Mm-hmm. As it should be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it has been a pleasure chatting with you. Do you want to um, give people, so just remind people what you do and some links if they want to have a look at what you do? And Sure. So actually, I'm a dog photographer. <laughs> and uh, my business is Dogs I Meet. Uh, my website is dogsimeet.com. Uh, my Instagram is at dogsimeet. So uh, you probably gathered from this conversation that I'm pretty <laughs> obsessed with dogs. And uh, I also, the, the tagline of my business is uh, because every dog is a tail, T-A-L-E. Um, but I feel every dog has many tails. Um, some we don't really know. We can only guess what their stories were before. Um, but not only do they have stories, but they have what the tales they bring to us as, um, you know, that we're lucky enough to, to share our lives with them. So, um, there's a lot of dog stories and things, um, on my website. Um, I also do, um, a lot of work now for, for pet brands, um, photographing for them. And I do a lot of, my work allows me um, to also do pro bono work in the rescue world, and um, which is really nice. And pre-COVID, um, I like to, to, to travel. So I've had a lot of opportunity in Mexico and Puerto Rico and, and Cartagena to meet um so many amazing people that are often, sometimes it's, it's a dog shelter, but often it's just one or two people that, um, you know, do 
work volunteering, rescuing dogs. And it's amazing to me that what they do and through my photography, I'm allowed, I can um, bring awareness to what they're doing because, you know, nobody knows if nobody knows that they exist and help raise money for them and, and, you know, just, just help create awareness. And um, I've been to, after Hurricane Maria, I was in Puerto Rico photographing, showing what, what's happening there. I'm working on some projects, actually. Um, I'm on the board with a couple of, of organizations. One is the Global United Foundation, and the other one is the Dog Rehoming Project. Um, so the Dog Rehoming Project is based, um, it's a, actually a group of scientists, and it's based on scientific data um, about what works best Um you know, for dogs and particularly in how we home them. Um, and a lot of studies are being done that um, if we give resources to people, because dogs are at great risk within the first year, and Sadie's a perfect example of that, of, of being given back or, 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 or rehomed, um, that, that's the greatest time they're at risk of not being able to stay mm-hmm. in in the home and um, studies of, you know, if shelters um, had more, um, you know, it's, it's really hard with shelters because they're mostly run by volunteers. So they're doing the best that they can, but there's no um, rules. Just like I was rejected several times um, when I was trying to, to adopt. And I understand where they're coming from because there are terrible things and people do terrible things. So they're, to, to animals. So they're trying to protect them, but sometimes it goes a little too far. Like, you know, just because you don't have a fenced yard or you live in an apartment doesn't mean that you can't be a good dog owner. I, I, I say dog, dog human, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, 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 you know, so, so the dog rehoming project is, is got studies that if we could provide some, you know, resources and information to people when they're at their wits end and they don't know what to do and they don't know certain things exist, um, you know, such as different types of training and, and different types of resources that, that maybe it would help, um, you know, for them to get through that stage to the point, just like Sadie, like I, you know, I, I really believe all dogs are good dogs. They just, <laughs> you just, you know, have to get that out, bring that out of them. Uh, 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 and so they, they want to be good dogs. <laughs> um, but so that's the dog rehoming project and the global United foundation is that we do raise money and support animals all over the place, all over the world. Um, and we're about to launch a campaign um, for a shelter in Cartagena I'm pretty excited about it because I had met with them in February 2020, right before the pandemic. Um, And it's really one woman who works full time and uses all of her money for a dog, more of a dog sanctuary and cat sanctuary, because there's not a real method of adopting them out. Mm -hmm. But she gets them off the streets. They are all spayed and neutered. They all get, you know, fed twice a day. They have medical care. I think there's 350 dogs and 250 cats. Um, And we're going to launch a campaign to get enough money to uh, provide them with food for a year. Oh, nice. 
to, to feed them. So, uh, so yeah, I'm all about dogs <laughs> and cats too, but really, you know, I just think they're the most wonderful. They're just, if, if, they're just amazing. Um, absolutely no no other connection or between a couple of species i think like human and canine exactly and then one other thing i wanted to mention i recently did a project called the tales of support again t-a-l-e-s um which i did as a personal project during the um lockdown and um it was about my theory of every dog's a therapy dog and how dogs are supporting their humans um, throughout the pandemic. Um, so, um, and I was able to photograph outside using a long lens and, um, I probably did, oh, I don't know, 20, 25 stories Mm -hmm. with photographs, a handful of them more will go up on my website, but that was, that was really very heartwarming. Um, you know, uh, the stories, they were, they were sad and they were happy and they were, but it was really the dogs, um, for all members of the family in, in different ways. And everybody spoke the same thing of how the dogs have this innate ability to feel the energy in a room and know who needs them the most. And, yep. you know, um, so that was, that was, I really enjoyed um, doing that work. <laughs> oh, fabulous. Again, it has been a very enjoyable conversation with you today, hearing all about Sadie. Thank you very much again. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. And of course, like any mom, I love to talk about my Sadie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and I did forget to mention she's named after my maternal grandmother. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you for having me on your show. Thank you very much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed the show. Thank you to the new listeners in Aksay in Russia and in Sydney, local in Australia. Um, If you would like to leave a review on whatever service you are listening to this on, it would be appreciated. As always, like, share, subscribe, but best of all, tell a friend how awesome dogs are. I hope you've done all your Christmas shopping. Until next week, stay safe and remember, your dog is family. 